What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Thought Shower. Intern John is my name. Appreciate you uh, hanging. Um, got Skittles and Chewy here, too. You know what's funny? My mom sent me a video today of like a county farm somewhere in Tennessee where they had a bunch of border collies that look exactly like skeets. But they're herding ducks. And it's the funniest thing because it's like three little skeets all herding ducks. And I'm like, gosh, he could probably do that if he uh, put his mind to it. Anyway, uh, excited to be back doing the pod. I did a little Ask Me Anything on the Instagram. Hadn't had a chance to do that in a while. Uh, best part about this was I had said, um, you know, going to do Ask Me Anything, send me a question. And I spelled question wrong. So my mom's first comment was, how do you spell question? Ah, let me do a little the, wait, there it is. Ah, Instagram sucks, dude. Like the fact that Instagram didn't tell me it was spelled wrong. This is such, anyway, let's, let's get into this. Uh, somebody, Skittles, scoot, buddy, okay. Um, how has meningitis affected you long-term? So really good question. So I got meningitis in March. Um, I don't know which kind it is. There's the one kind that kills you. There's the one the kind that doesn't. I got the kind that doesn't. Um, but I was out for, so if you don't know, um, I had headaches for a couple weeks. I just kind of thought it was like the end of hockey season and like the stress was getting to me. But then, like, it kept going. I'm always, like, go to the hospital. I could take, I maintain, I could taste, like, spinal fluid. Because, like, I could just, like, all I can, oh, that's funny. Chewy's running downstairs to steal Skittles food and Skittles chase them. Um, I could, like, taste in the back of my throat, like, what I could describe as, like, being oyster juice. And I'm not a big oyster guy, but that's what it was. And I Googled, like, what spinal fluid tastes like, and it's that. Um... As far as the long-term effects, it's tough um, because I've been, I've been like the last couple weeks, like, man, I feel like I'm not as sharp as I usually am. Like, I feel like I'm not like as quick as I usually am. And like, that is a side effect of meningitis. And so I'm going to go see a neurologist soon. But the, the problem is with me, it's like, because I was talking to Molly about it. She's like, yeah, but you never think that you're quick enough. You never, you never think you're sharp enough. So, like, this is kind of how you feel all the time. I'm like, okay, is it? And I know I have a lot going on. And, like, with the tour launching and all that stuff, like, I just, like, it, it's hard for me to tell if, like, something's wrong or if I'm just, like, exhausted. Um, so, I don't know. I wish I had a better answer. Like, it, you know, um, I feel fine for the most part. I can, I can sometimes still get the headache in the same spot. Um, but overall, like, I feel fine. So hopefully, um, okay. I don't know. I think so. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's an odd, it was an odd situation. It was a scary situation, but I feel like I'm pretty good. 
Uh, somebody asked, uh, what movie have you seen in the past that you'll never watch again? It's a really good question. Uh, oh, in parentheses, not because it's bad. Um, there's a lot of movies that, like, I would say, like, Interstellar, probably on that list. And not because I enjoy it. It's because it's, like, three hours long. Do you know what I mean? Like, I liked Oppenheimer. I probably wouldn't watch it again because it's three hours long. Like, that for me is difficult. Even, like, uh, The Dark Knight's one of my favorite movies of all time. I can't watch the whole thing. It's too long. Like, I fast forward through and, like, just get to the good parts. So, that's the only ones that I can think of off the top. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that I would say those just because they're so long. I think like The Prestige, another good one. that I, re- I really like The Prestige. But, again, it's, like, three hours, two hours long. I don't know how they do that. Oppenheimer was rough. Uh, that was a... Because I went with Molly's dad. I'm like, man, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom halfway through this. And I, to my surprise, I made it. It was close. It was very touch and go for a little bit. But, man, like, I made it. But, yeah, I would say uh, those ones for sure. Um, somebody asked, what's the feeling of telling a joke and it landing on stage? Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. That is... There's it's it's a there's so much there. Um that is probably one of the greatest feelings I've ever experienced. I think because like when you're writing something, you know, you have a thought, and I ascribe it as like in Jurassic Park when they find a dinosaur and they polish it and they polish it and they polish it. And um it's one of those things where like you find like a nugget that you think like for me, I I it's like I'll go, Oh, I think this could be funny. And then I'll write it down. And then, uh, you know, refine it, whatever. And so, like, you know, the the first day of this past tour was the first time I tried out those jokes ever on anybody. And so, for me, it was different because a lot of times, <clears throat> like, comedians will work cl- stuff out in the club so that they know, like, going in where the big jokes are. I didn't know that. So it was fun for me to get that reaction for the first time. And like now that we're a show in, like I kind of know where the big jokes will be going down, which is also fun. So I guess like on on the one note, it's very, I don't know if reassuring is the word, but I don't know because like it's an odd thing. I don't call myself an artist, but... I do think there's an art to comedy. And so when you put out your art, so to speak, you just hope it gets well-received and, and quite frankly, understood. And um, I felt like that happened really well on the first show of this tour. So it's one of the greatest feelings ever because it's like yeah, I worked really hard in it and I don't really take um, input from anybody. So it's like I'm just kind of hoping that um, I know what the audience likes and laughs at. And so far it's worked out. So, uh, next question. Ooh, would you want to see what people said at your funeral? Man, that's a good question. Um, I guess so. Right. I think everybody kind of does. Yeah. So speaking of meningitis. So when I was in the emergency room, 
and Molly and I were looking up like what it could be. Like one thing that came up was brain cancer. And um, that was a pretty like kick in the stomach moment of like, okay, I might actually be sick. Like meningitis, obviously serious, but like I could be like sick, sick. And um, there was a moment in that, and like the, my first thought was, um, you know, how much stuff can I record so the show's okay? Like how much stuff can I, if I'm going to have to start chemo, whatever, how many shows can I record so the, sh- so the morning show, everybody's safe and like can do their own thing for a little bit. And then after that hit, it was like, God, like I, if I have to tell my parents that I'm dying or tell Molly that I'm dying, like that would be worse. And then like I had so much time to kill. So I started thinking about, and this is not meant to sound egotistical, um, but it kind of gave me some peace because I was thinking about like, oh, if I did die, like, you know, Gary Vee always says it's not the amount of uh, money you have or followers you have, it's the people that come to your funeral. And I really thought about that. I was like, man, like, I think that'd be good. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think that I've, I've tried to do my best to be honest and open and, and um, be a good person. And I just think that, like, you know, I've been blessed to do some really cool things with hockey and the podcast and the show and the comedy tour that I think um, it would be, I don't know, I, I, I trust that it would be good. I guess. Is that weird to say? I don't know. But then again, if I'd want to know, because if somebody's going to say something stupid, like I'd want to know like who I need to, what I'd want to do for real. Like if I could find out like who's saying stuff and be like, yo, he, I'm going to remind you of more stuff, like better stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, somebody else asked, what do you think has been your biggest accomplishment? Man, that's tough. Um, it's also tough to talk about without seeming cocky. Um, I don't know. I think like the show, we got our highest ratings in the history of the show um, a couple months ago. So that was very exciting. I think certainly the podcast, you know, winning uh, best podcast of the year was very exciting. And getting uh, the first time we cracked a million listens, that was very exciting. Um, winning the uh, Baltimore Radio Host of the Year, that was very exciting. Um, I mean, the, with with a comedy tour, there's a, so much in there. Playing the Warner Theater twice in a year, and only Chappelle had done that. You know, playing a sun uh, a baseball stadium, that was insane. Um, taking the tour on the road and doing different states and different cities and and doing it roughly, you know, all myself um, to now like getting close to a hundred thousand dollars raised. That for sure. Coaching has been a great accomplishment that I enjoy. I think not only winning the championships, but just like seeing these young guys grow up to be like start to be young men. That's very rewarding. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's tough. I don't I hope this isn't coming across as superficial. I just feel like I've been blessed that a lot of things that I put my time into have worked out pretty well. And um, a lot of it has to do with you. So there we go. Uh, do a couple. Let me do one more. What's your favorite thing about Molly? Man, that's tough. That's really tough. There's, there's so much. 
Um, I, whew. I had to pick this one thing. Man, that's tough because there's so much. I I think that she just has this glow about her. Like she just has this energy and you can kind of see it online, but if you ever see her in person, you, I mean, you just know, if you know her, like, you know, she just kind of radiates like everything about her. Like she just, I don't know. It's, it's just like, uh, you know, if people have energy, she has the highest form you can get. And so I just love that. It's, it's hard not to be in a good mood when you're around her. Cause she's just very, she's just bright. She's like a bright aura, a bright person. She's just bright and she makes everybody feel good. And it's just like, ugh, feelings. Mm. Yeah, no, I would say, I would say that. I think she just, um, she's very bright. Like she, and she just, I don't know. And she's funny. Like she's hilarious. And I don't like to tell her that. But she's so freaking funny, and nobody makes me laugh like she does. And at the same time, nobody can push my buttons quite like she can. It's a gift. Um, but, yeah, she's she's amazing. So there we go. This is fun, guys. Um, listen, we're a week away from the show hitting uh, Amp by Strathmore, and that is going to be an emotional show. It's the first venue I did comedy at. And uh, I've mentioned a couple of times in this podcast, you know, a lot of things went wrong since that show. And so being back there is going to be something special. Then we do St. Pete November 10th to get tickets to either of these shows. Internjohncomedy.com. We'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye. These are both thoughts he has. will sometimes get a pass. When Intern John is fogging up the mirror and thinking in the shower. And sauce.